Listener-supported KFUO, the messenger of good news. I'm Gary Duncan. It's so good to be here. And welcome to another moment on the lighter side. And this afternoon, we're talking once again to uh, Tony Scudmore. Uh, Wow, I got it right. I was afraid I'd get that wrong and have my third strike. And by the way, Tony, that's a baseball term. Uh, for us, uh, as you would call baseball, loving degenerates from over there. That's what you call us. But that was a baseball term. Amongst many things we would call you. Yes. Yes. And if I would have got a third strike, I would have been out. So it's a good thing I got your name right today. Yes, that's too bad that you play baseball. You should try cricket. You should try cricket, Gary. That's okay, right. Yes, and indeed, this is this is Tony Scudmore of the BBC reporting OTB. Well, again, thank you, Tony, for being on the program today here at KFUO Radio in St. Louis, Missouri, here in USA. Yeah, and it is good. It is good to talk to you again, Mr. Duncan. It's always a pleasure to talk to you koala bear-loving wallabies, as we like to call you Americans. Koala bear-loving wallabies? I don't get it. Oh, oh, I'm I'm sorry. That's what we like to call the Australians. (laughs) Well, that makes a lot more sense. (laughs) Yeah, but but anyway, if I remember correctly, you're calling me to get a final report on that Son of David story. Uh, Yes, that's what I called you for. Well, let me give you a little background before I finish the story, if I may. Uh, You see, the faithful amongst the Jews believed that God had promised to send a Savior called the Christ. They didn't know all the details of this Christ person. Uh, They did know that he would come to save his people from their sins. And they did know that he would be a son of King David. Uh, Therefore, every time a new king from the line of David was crowned, the faithful hoped that this might be the promised one. Now, King Josiah, uh, the king uh, we talked about last week, particularly raised their hopes. Why? What was so special about Josiah? Well, for one thing, he was the first king in many years that walked in the ways of his father, David. It was well known that the Christ would fulfill the law of God. And certainly in all his ways, Josiah kept the greatest command of God. In fact, it was said of him, neither before nor after Josiah was there a king like him who turned to the Lord as he did with all his heart and with all his soul and with all his strength in accordance with the law of Moses. However, he wasn't the Christ, was he? No, unfortunately, he may have kept the greatest commandment, but he failed on the second great commandment. Oh, I know that one. Love your neighbor as yourself. Oh, yes, yes, exactly. Uh, In a tragic end to an otherwise excellent reign, uh, King Josiah, without promise or command of God, ambushed King Nico of Egypt. That certainly wasn't very neighborly, (laughs) and it was all rather unnecessary. Uh, King Nico had even sent emissaries to tell Josiah that he had no quarrel with him, but was rather marching against the Babylonians. Uh, Indeed, Nico had said, God has told me to hurry, so stop opposing God who is with me, or he will destroy you. Unfortunately, without consulting the Lord, uh, King Josiah disguised himself and attacked the Egyptians. In a disastrous end, King Josiah was killed in battle on the plain of Megiddo, pierced through an arrow from an Egyptian archer. Oh, the wages of sin is death. 
Ah, again, uh, well said, Mr. Duncan. Obviously, the hopes of the faithful were dashed with King Josiah's untimely death, and their disappointment was only to increase. Why was that? Well, the sons and grandsons of Josiah would return to the wicked ways of their forefathers. As I told you last week, King Josiah instituted many great reforms, uh, but the hearts of the people were not in them. Oh, they did them, uh, but only because the king ordered them. Uh, since Josiah's uh, predecessors would be largely people-pleasers, uh, the old practices of idolatry and immorality were quickly reestablished. So what happened next? Well, uh, God kept his word, which is one thing you can depend upon God to do. As he had warned, I will forsake the remnant of my inheritance and hand them over to their enemies. They will be looted and plundered by all their foes because they have done evil in my eyes and have provoked me to anger from the day their forefathers came out of Egypt until this day. And so uh, King Nebuchadnezzar of the mighty Babylonian Empire destroyed the city of Jerusalem and carried off into exile all the officers and fighting men and all the craftsmen and artisans. Uh, only the poorest people of the land were left. He took King uh, Jehoiakim, uh, Josiah's great-great-grandson, captive to Babylon. Uh, he also took from Jerusalem to Babylon uh, the king's mother, his wives, his officials, and the leading men of the land. Well, that was certainly a sad ending for the people of Israel. Oh, indeed, a sand ending, uh, but not only politically and also spiritually. With the end of the reign of the kings of David, it would appear God would not keep his promise to send a savior. However, even as the book of Kings comes to a close, there occurs a curious event that provides a ray of hope. What event was that? Well, in the 37th year of the exile of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, evil Merodach became king of Babylon. Now, I wouldn't imagine he was a very nice guy with a name like evil, you know. <laughs> Although, you know, evil Knievel was a fairly nice guy. Yeah, he guy. was. He really was a nice guy. Yeah. I mean, a little crazy, but nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jumping, jumping over yeah. mountains and stuff. Like mountains that. and canals and yeah. uh, what was yeah. that? The Grand Canyon. The Grand Canyon, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was kind of... Well, anyway, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I, yeah, we, back to we, the we digress yeah. there, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, this Babylonian king, uh, evil Merodach, uh, released Jehoiakim from prison on the 27th day of the 12th month. He spoke kindly to him and gave him a seat of honor higher than those of the other kings who were with him in Babylon. So Jehoiakim put aside his prison clothes and for the rest of his life ate regularly at the king's table. Day by day, uh, the king gave Jehoiakim a regular allowance as long as he lived. I'm glad I'm not talking to you in person because I wouldn't want to be <laughs> sitting in front of you when you say Jehoiakim. Uh, it might get a little sloppy. Yes. That's true. Yeah, I have to wipe off my microphone. Yes. Just a second. There right. you go. So why in the world would he do that? I have no idea. <laughs> Why indeed? I'm only a reporter, Mr. Duncan. I'm not given to see into the hearts and minds of men. But for the believers exiled with the king Jehoiakim in Babylon, this event must have reawakened their hope. Perhaps the reign of the sons of David was not at an end. Perhaps God would still keep his promise. You know, in reflection... Uh, Mr. Duncan, 
Uh, you Americans have some holidays that are strange to us English. Uh, you celebrate Independence Day, which is why we like to call you Americans four-fingered firecracker fanatics. You celebrate Thanksgiving, which is why we like to call you Americans pumpkin-carving turkey gobblers. But there are two holidays that we British and Americans celebrate alike. The one we just celebrated is called Christmas. The other, which is just a month and a half away, is the great festival of Easter. On these days, British and Americans and all the world celebrate that God did keep his promise, didn't he? He did send a son of David to be the Christ. Yeah, we are Christ-loving people, as we like to call each other. <laughs> ah, a good point, Mr. Duncan, yes. So God kept his part, as the angels said at Christmas time. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. And in just a few weeks, we'll commemorate the Son of David suffered, died, and rose again for the salvation of the whole world. So true, Mr. Duncan. Well, then, this is Tony Scudmore of the BBC reporting OTB saying TTFN. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Don't, don't go yet. I know BBC means Bible Broadcasting Corporation and OTB means Old Testament Bible, but what is TTFN? Ta-ta for now. So long, Mr. Duncan. Well, thanks so much for being on the program today, Tony, and ta-ta for now. We are the messenger of good news, KFUO Radio.